Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. It's breakfast somewhere. So eat up. Welcome to Breakfast with Vinny. Food for thought. Resolve. So, often when we speak of resolve, its meaning isn't always clear or consistent. But let me put it this way. Once I was talking to a good friend of mine and fellow musician about having and pursuing ambition and a career in the music business, and he said that to him it boiled down to one thing. How bad do you want it? And so that made sense to me, even because I could understand that on a, on a personal level of my own experience. At the end of the day, if we don't want it bad enough, we just might lack the momentum we need to get from a purely developmental stage or even an amateur stage to a professional one, one where we can then grow and thrive after we've taken the leap. Now, we need to be wary of negative self-talk that, as I've mentioned before, can function quite well as self-sabotage. All of these types of pros and cons and back-and-forth dialogues, whether they're internal ones or ones carried out with others, to either have them reinforce the negative conviction or just to be argumentative or talk you out of it just to make sure that your sabotage is working, well, they can all go on ad infinitum while doing one job very well, stopping you or preventing you from going forward or taking action. So there comes a time when it's suddenly evident that one has to make some kind of life decision that most likely shouldn't be procrastinated on forever, that there's really a certain window of time And it may have one or two or maybe three stages. For example, leaving high school and going into college. At that point, one might have no idea about a career path or even a passion to pursue or feel as though they have really found a calling. That could be one point of departure where one could just say, well, I'm not sure yet, but I'll figure it out in university. Then the second chance comes a year or maybe two into it where it pops up again. Now it's at a point where some some kind of decision has to be made. Otherwise, what exactly are you doing there? So these are decisions, yes, but will making a decision actually create or engender resolve? Maybe or maybe not. Now that, that might sound like a chicken and egg question. Anyway, let's let's say that suddenly one says, okay, I've got it. I want to be an accountant. Okay, a decision has been made. Maybe one has thought about it and had a reason like, well, I've, I've always been good with numbers and I just want to make a lot of money, okay? So then one begins the focused study for accounting. All goes pretty well and a number of things could happen. One could graduate even with honors because it's still a scholastic situation. One is not yet out in the real world applying that knowledge or actually trying to go into business doing that for real which is vastly different from showing up in class and studying and taking tests between party binges. Now one has to apply to work in an existing business entity or start one's own business, get clients, and operate with ethical and professional integrity. One might realize that it's tedious for various reasons, like operating the business or maybe not having personal communicative skills that foster good relationships with clients, etc., etc., etc. So the... I'm good at numbers, therefore I'll just do this because I want to make a lot of money, but I'm getting really disgruntled already, is from overlooking the thing that exists with the resolve of how badly do you want it? Why? 
Because usually when you want it that badly, you're ready for any possible setback and are at least aware of the potential pitfalls and ready to accept that going in simply because you actually have a passion for it. You love it that much and you feel a calling for it so strongly in your bones that this is what you were meant to do or at least one thing that you were meant to do, but you found it and none other matter that you are willing to do whatever it takes to get there, no matter what. And you know that there will be sacrifices. You already have that mindset and conviction going in from the outset. Not, well, I'm good at hitting things and I have fast hands. No, it's much, much more than that. But having that conviction, that resolve, also does not mean being a get out of my way, everyone, I have arrived, I am here type of attitude or this overly competitive cutthroat attitude just to push one's way through. Through to what, anyway? It's not even a destination to begin with. It's process, just like life. It's all process anyway, so why try to run people off the road? All you're going to do is alienate them and create animosity towards yourself and your journey. You're not competing. You're not even competing against yourself. You're focusing and in process completely and in the moment with an eye on the future symbolized as the road ahead of you. But you're checking your side mirrors too and the rear view and doing what any responsible driver would be doing. When I arrived in L.A., I didn't go around and print up cards and put them on every studio wall and rehearsal space wall. I just tried to find out where the musicians were, where they hung out and jammed and played gigs. And I showed up, met people, made some friends, and I was asked to sit in. I didn't go to places and try to muscle my way in or shove myself onto the bandstand. If I was asked, then I would play. I let my playing do all the talking. Either people were going to like the way I played or they were not. It was my thought that no amount of schmoozing or trying to talk myself into a situation after playing badly was going to have me be accepted or change bad playing with talking. If only that were half as true today with all the constant gaslighting happening. But I digress, sort of. (laughs) I had already had enough experience with feedback validating what I believed my competence level to be that I felt with confidence, not cockiness, that I could back it up. That's it, a calm confidence attached to my resolve that was always present. The resolve that this is why I showed up here. This is why I went cross country in a bus, 2,500 miles with almost no money, a suitcase and a set of drums to do. No plan B or plan C, none. Now, would I recommend that for everyone? Look, whether or not I would or would not isn't really the issue. The issue is that your plan A has to be fueled with resolve. It has to. My resolve happened immediately after I had my very first drum lesson in the seventh grade. I walked out of the band director's room and it was probably my first major epiphany. I thought to myself, and I may have even said it out loud, that this is what I'm going to do, full stop. No turning back. And I didn't. I immersed myself completely and totally into it and it was joyous. And at times, very, very difficult. And believe me, There were some tough ones, but when you have that resolve and faith backed up with the knowledge that you have what it takes and you're 19 years old or a young age, it's a different matter. It's a reality that you're at that age, that one time only, just like a bird is when it's mature enough to try to fly and leave the nest. If you experience rejection, chances are that you've already done some professional or semi-professional engagements or some types of things that would elicit feedback that was important enough to tell you 
whether you're capable or not. And so you can handle it with some kind of reference and resilience. If there is rejection, you can ascertain why if you know your capabilities well and can be honest about it. If you can't seem to understand why, then perhaps more investigation might reveal, say, oh, I don't know, some political shenanigans at play, for example. Any number of things. You'll get even more feedback. But that doesn't mean that it will derail you. No. Your resolve is firm. It's virtually immovable. Yet you're learning as you're going along. This is also important as it signifies adaptability. This is another matter that it could be dived into more depth as well. But for the purpose here, we'll just leave it there. So you get the point. So how do we keep resolve even in the face of seeming defeat? Well, that depends on what it is. I can't define that point for everyone. All I can say is that it takes awareness to be able to recognize it. There are so many possible scenarios that could answer that. It's really a question of, is there a breaking point? Is there a point where one says, okay, that's it, and the resolve is just broken? It could be that for some reason that what you set out to do just doesn't exist anymore. Who knows? I mean, that's a really extreme one. Or nobody seemed to like you. Then you might ask, well, why? What is it? Can I change it? Or are they just unaccepting of me because they see me as a threat? Any number of things like that. Why? I don't fit in. Why? What does that say about me? About them? Do I even want to be in this environment then? What's the cost-benefit ratio? I mean, all sorts of things might be considered before resolve is really broken. In fact, your resolve would most likely be causing you to even ask those things in the first place, or at least play a part in it. But the thing is, is not to even think about that. Otherwise, you're talking yourself out of it before you've even began. So it's best to use that resolve and be glad that it's even there. Because it means so much. It means that you have found a conviction within yourself that's extremely powerful. Let it be the fuel that propels you, but guide it wisely. And without undue fear, it's powerful. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode of Breakfast with Vinny.